This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. And I'm sitting in studio staring at my beautiful co-host, Ashley I could edit. Oh, thanks. I just got a facial, so I have a whole bunch of extraction marks. But thanks for calling me beautiful. Wait, what's that? Wait, explain that a little bit. What'd you do? I noticed you weren't wearing makeup, but I just thought you were like comfortable to be around me now. I am comfortable to be around you. You've seen me a zillion times without makeup. Yeah. I barely come to the studio with makeup on. If I'm not on camera these days, I don't usually wear it. And Jared likes me without makeup. He's like, I like to attack your face. He can, you know. What is that? Wait. Remember, we're on a podcast. Yeah, I know. You have to explain in detail. So let's start at the beginning. (laughs) You've got an extraction. Okay, so when you get a facial, sometimes, most of the time, they'll do extractions, Mm -hmm. which means, like, they can see your clogged pores and they, like, upcoming pimples. So they, you know, press it down either with the tool of their fingers and they get that bacteria and that, like, puff up. Okay. So it usually leaves, like, a mark or so for a day. Mm Mm-hmm. And then you're all clear, and you won't you won't break out. Like it's like the same thing I do to my face, right? Is it? Uh, well, do you do that? Yeah, I take a little like I buy the uh, the little. Uh, is this weird for me? You use the tool? No. Oh. You know, my, I have a secret. I take you know the little uh, diabetic pins mm-hmm. that you stick when you like need to draw blood from your finger to test like yeah. for when you have diabetes. So you can buy them at like Walmart. Yes, yes. Uh, you know, over the counter. And so I buy those. And then when I have a pimple or have a blackhead or have something that I need to extract, <laughs> I use that, give it a little prick, open it up, let it, you know, come. And then I put a little alcohol on it, maybe squeeze it a little bit. Ben, you know what? Something that I've learned about you over the past year and a half. What? You like have quite the beauty routine. Like you really care about your face and your skin. You know what? If one day when all this is said and done and somebody goes, you know what? Ben really cared about his face and skin. <laughs> I don't think I'd be living my best life, but I do. <laughs> I do care about my face and skin, and I actually, I, I, I don't have a weird thing. Or I, I mean, anybody out there listening, uh, please email us at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. This will be interesting. Are you okay popping your friend's pimples? Well, so I don't think that pimples should be popped, but I do like the way mm. that you do it with one clean little needle to yeah. just like pierce it. And it's clean. Let's get, say that. Yeah, yeah it's very it's clean. super clean. It's only been used once, right? You mm-hmm. only use them once. And yep. then it gets, you know, an opening so you can get it out. I think that's totally fine. I don't think you should be popping friends' pimples. I'm like, you know, one of those Don't look people. at me like I'm the only one. No, There's no, no. so many of us I out there. I totally have friends' so f- pimples yeah. with a needle before. Are you are you popping Jared's pimples yet? No. My big issue with Jared is his blackheads. Yeah. Okay. He's always had those, though. <laughs> No, yes. Ever since ever since the Bachelor, I remember sitting on the Bachelorette, and he had told me like that he he like scrubs like with this special stuff because he's prone to blackheads. He doesn't scrub with anything. No, he that's just watches, Jared's problem. He just watches washes his face when he's in the shower. I'm like, you know, you. Eh, eh. He's like, well, if I didn't shower today, which you know he he rarely does skip yeah. a day, but he just doesn't wash his face that day. We have a lot of listeners who he's I imagine so are preteen and teen. No, he's fine. You notice his blackheads. I like to squeeze at them and I go, you're coming with me next time I get a facial. You t- you, that's what you do? Yeah. <laughs> oh. um, we have a lot of people listening who are preteen, teen. Uh, those years are tough on the face. Um, Ashley, you know, sharing your beauty, beauty secrets. Before we, we bring in and we introduce this podcast, um, Ashley, what is your best advice for somebody who is uh, suffering with acne 
uh, without taking any medic medication, what would be your recommendation? Without taking any medication? So I've been pretty open. I had really bad cystic acne in my early 20s, mm -hmm. like to the point where I didn't leave the house or when I did leave the, the house, I would cry. Mm -hmm. It was really traumatic, especially for like four or five months. And I mean, my best advice is to go to the dermatologist. But if there's something over the counter that I think could be a quick fix for you, I love Panoxyl. Um, it is a 10% benzoyl peroxide, and that can clear you up pretty fast even without going to the derm. But I had hormonal acne, which needed to be controlled. With Between bioclarity and what you just said, I think we're good. Um, Ash, thank you. I, I think that actually is, is really interesting. I've always wondered that. Um, hey, if anybody out there is listening, uh, we're in studio today. I'm really excited to be here. We have a huge podcast. It, was gonna, it feels going into it a little heavy. We'll see where it takes us. Uh, we really have no idea where this one will take us, but we're going to talk to Jordan Kimball, who uh, you know, is, has made the news with his relationship with Jenna Cooper uh, recently. They were engaged on Bachelor in Paradise. They dated for a very, very short time afterwards. News came out that uh, she might have been um, having eyes for somebody else the whole time. We want to get his side of the story. Uh, Ashley and I are going to catch you up on all Bachelor news. But before we do that, if you're somebody who has listened to this podcast uh, consistently, or maybe not for the last... I don't know, two years almost, please go out and review our podcast on, on any avenue that you listen. Uh, we want to get reviews. It helps us continue to keep visible. It keeps us continuing to keep going. Uh, we love doing the podcast. We've talked about it many times. This is this is my uh, one of my, my favorite things to do each week is come in here and talk to Ashley and see the team. So if you listen, show us. Show us some love. Show us some respect. Or if you just hate us... Just go ahead and click the one star. The, the more reviews we get, the better. Aw. <laughs> Speaking of beauty, and uh, we're about to have a model on, you know. He knows all about it. We have a new favorite beauty product, and it's called Hair Story. So recently, Ben and I went on the internet, and we took this quiz, which determined exactly what we each need specifically in our shampoos. Because shampoos are really not designed for like everyone's specific needs in mind. Hair Story is amazing, because it is. It's a new hair wash that cleans hair with a blend of essential oils and naturally derived saturated cleansers, no detergents, no synthetic compounds. It is, it's gonna condition your hair at the same time and leave it tangle-free. Over time, it revives hair that has been abused by detergent, damaging bleach, and fried heat styling tools. If that wasn't enough, the color lasts far longer if you color your hair. It's going to take you a couple more months until you book your next appointment. And for you guys who have troubled scalps out there, you're going to be much happier. So find the right new wash formula for you by answering their online questions like Ben and I did and discover the true nature of your hair. Most of us have actually no idea how amazing our hair can be. How's your hair been since you started using it? Uh have you seen me recently? Yeah, I know, Ben. Your hair is like, well, first off, he got like a snazzy cut, and it looks fluffy and really full. It, it, it kind of is getting there. So uh, I, I've been pretty intentional about my hair. This is this whole podcast has turned into my beauty routines. That's amazing. <laughs> I've put on this. I've, I've put on this front for years, and it's starting to come out on this podcast. Um, anyways, I do I do shampoo my hair. I do use um, my hair story products. I. I feel good. And I'm going to AMAs tonight, American Music Awards. That's why I had this snazzy new haircut. You know, I got a, I even got um, 
I think Mark and Eason, you'll appreciate this. All the guys these days are doing the the line in the side. You know, they like shave in the part. I, I finally did it. Seacrest did that recently. He what did? do you think about yeah. it? I, I don't think it lasted long. I just did it once, and that was it. Yeah, I don't know if I had the hairline for it. What do they call it? A, what do they call it? A what do they hard call it? part, Tanya. And how oh, they call it an etch? They call it an etch. I got etched. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you look great. And if thanks, anybody Ash. wants to check out his hair, they can just watch the AMAs tonight and maybe yeah. you'll make a little I'll be on the red carpet. Appearance. Oh, you'll be on the red carpet. Um, also, before we bring on Jordan, a uh, little fashion advice. Actually, you know what? Let's bring on Jordan. Let's ask him. All right. But first, for a limited time, you can get 10% off Hair Story's new wash by visiting hairstory.com slash famous and use the promo code, which is famous. That's hair story, H-A-I-R-S-T-O-R-Y.com slash famous to get 10% off Hair Story's new hair wash, hairstory.com slash famous for, for Ben Hair. I mean, come on now. Who, want, who doesn't want Ben Hair? All right. Uh, I have some fashion um, advice. I need some fashion advice. <laughs> and there's only one person I know how to do that. Uh, Jordan Kimball, are you out there? Hey, what's up? Jordan, this is Ben Higgins. Yeah. This is Ashley Iconetti. Welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Oh, hey, what's going on? Well, good to, good to join you guys. I'm on a, a gondola right now, and bam. Where in the okay, world are Canada. you on a gondola? Oh, in, in Canada? Yeah, I'm in Bam. Um, well, do you have time to talk to us? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, cool. Uh, Jordan, to get us started here, uh, we're going through our skincare and hair routines, uh, and, and really, w- without even prepping, for you to be on the podcast, this just kind of came up earlier. If you could give somebody out there in their preteens, teens, some skin and hair advice, what would it be? Well, all of our skin is different. All of our hair is different. However, there are some things that's kind of good for everybody. Um, I think the Kiehl's uh, skincare uh-huh. uh, line is, is really meant for for most people. Um, they've got you know things for sensitive skin. They've got things for uh, you know, skin, you know, regular skin. Uh, it kills what I use. It's what I use for years. Um, I've given it to my friends. It's all, it worked for all of them. Uh, as far as the hair goes, you just can't beat a good salt spray, you know? Salt spray is it's where it's at. So for most people, salt spray. it works for about 80% of people. So yeah, yeah. Salisbury, I, I need. I saw that on Paradise. I'm going to go about that. You have beautiful hair, Jordan. I, I know everybody always talks about you, talks to you about how good looking you are and your fashion and and your hygiene and all that stuff. Um, my next question: I'm going to the American Music Awards tonight. I've never been known okay. as a guy that's fashion forward. I have never let myself fully be expressed through my fashion. But tonight I wanted to, and so I got a bolo tie and a black T-shirt with a really snazzy vest. Is it possible for me to wear a bolo tie with a T-shirt? Uh, so, so, yes, it is. Um, what kind of shoes do you pair it with? And please tell me you're not wearing a belt. Uh, no belt. No belt. Uh, come on. I'm not that far behind. Uh, I have really nice <laughs> uh, black, like, um, buckle buckle dress shoes. Absolutely. Okay, that'll work. And uh, make sure you wear socks. Yeah, I got great socks. I got, like, funky socks on. They're not matching, but they like they tell a story. Perfect. I love that. Yeah, you sound like you got it. You got it uh, together. Oh, dude, I'm I'm so happy. I'm gonna wear this bolo tie. I'm gonna do a bunch of pictures tonight, and I hope that you like them on Instagram. Okay, Jordan, let's get serious for a <laughs> second. Uh, Ashley and I have been doing the Almost Famous podcast now for uh, almost two years. Uh, there is uh, about a half million people that listen to, to these episodes. Um, so we're gonna be talking to a large audience today. 
And a lot of people want to hear your story. We got to hear on Reality Steve's podcast. You did a great job at explaining yourself. We want to give him credit for bringing you on first. Uh, but we want our opportunity to talk to you. Jordan, you've 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 been uh, your ride, I think, and Ashley could explain this too, is your ride in the Bachelor Nation world has been up and down, but we left you in that last scene kind of uh, on a high. Everybody was cheering for you. They were cheering for you and Jenna. Uh, you aren't unfamiliar with this storyline. You've been asked about it all the time, and now things have changed. And Ashley, I want to hear your side of the story. Well, Jordan, when you were on Reality Steve's podcast, it was like, you know, just days after everything unfolded with Jenna. And now I feel like so many things have happened since, specifically um, what you posted on Instagram a couple of days ago about her lawyer sending you um, a document in the mail, which was threatening you. Can you tell us, kind of start your story from the very beginning, cover a bit that you did with Reality Steve, and then what has happened in the past three weeks since? Um, so whenever I... Initially, found out about this. It was directly after I did on air with Ryan Seacrest and Chris Harrison. And I was talking about love at first sight because I truly experienced that. And you know, I'm not going to discount the fact that I fell in love because of what's happened. I'm not going to. I'm not going to say, "Hey guys, uh, yeah, she's awful." You know, it, this was all just you know, I, I regret it or something. I don't. And you know, <clears throat> Ben spoke on my ups and downs with the Bachelor franchise. I've been the same person the entire time. It's just the way people interpret me as time goes on. My delivery's been the same. My jokes stay the same. However, I think people have kind of seen now that I, it's, it's harmless humor is what it is. Um, but going forward with the whole uh, scandal deal, you know, you, you, you wish... You, so whenever we saw that, that post that reality made on Twitter, uh, you know, a few of us were talking about it. I get a call in the middle of the night. Um, she stated that she was very nervous. And I didn't really think much of it. She's a, she, gets a, she gets that way. So Jordan, I, kind of I have to yeah, say that like, for people who are trying to defend Jenna, that moment where she came to you the night before saying she was nervous is like the one thing that's just like, well, how can you deny that there is something so, so fishy there? Right, right, exactly. If someone said that they had something on me, I'd say, you know what? It's going to be something super silly. Maybe they, I was getting a coffee and, uh, you know, I helped an, uh, an older woman across the street, but it certainly wouldn't be taken seriously. Yeah. So, um, but going forward, you know, so I, I got that phone call. And uh, the next morning I got another call to say that she just wanted to go to the hotel and that she was, uh, well, she was really uneasy. So, or, and then the initial reaction on the telephone, um, I'm a really uh, intuitive person. And the initial reaction told me kind of everything I need to know. Uh, upon the emails mm -hmm. that haven't been shown to the public that hopefully never get shown to the public. Um, you the know, emails all, between who? Between Reality Steve and uh, the gentleman. And the gentleman, so okay. So I, I tried, I tried, I wanted to talk to him. Everyone knows the kind of guy I am. Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk to him. He refuses to talk to me. Uh, so it is what it is. Um, so I... I've been there for her. I said my post whenever I ended the engagement that I'd be here for her. I was there for her. Her family started lashing out. She started lashing out. Um, and so I just, I had to let it go. And so now it's been a little over a week since I've actually talked to her. Our talks were getting very odd. Uh, they, were, they were getting very 
the, the terminology being used was very technical. It was uh, very positioned in a, a stance towards me, you know, against me. Uh, it got to the point where I wasn't being talked to like the person I was being talked at. And, you know, to, to choose someone to be in my life and to choose to bring them to be a part of my family and to have this happen also soon after an engagement, it shows me that the intentions in the text messages, well, they are what they, what they were. And it hasn't been proven wrong. And a lawyer did not need to get involved to prove it wrong. A, a, an analysis of her phone was not necessary. Um, you know, I was having a great day the other day. I got that email. Uh, upon other emails and got to a harassment point on the phone, they were calling me several times. And, uh, I mean, for me, I'm not the kind of guy, like, I you don't want to verbally battle me. And that's anybody on this planet. You do not want to get into a verbal altercation with Jordan Kimball, okay? We know. I will see. end. I will end. I will end that person. And so, for me, I Be careful. Know. I've been pretty good. Yeah. So, I get on the phone with, with um, this guy, he the, you know, the, the lawyer. He called me from the firm. Everyone's saying, this email can't be real. No, no, no. You guys haven't seen other emails. He called me directly from the firm. And his boss also called me from the boss of all, um, you know, from the firm. And so he starts shouting at me. And I was like, listen, like, please, <laughs> you don't need to, like, stop. This is, this is ridiculous. I said, you blackmailed me. You gave me an ultimatum. If I don't take action, you'll take action. That, that's blackmail. Uh, I said, I'm going to send this over to my friends at ABC. And uh, it's not very good for you. I'm reporting him to the Bar Association in North Carolina. And, uh, you know, I think that he wanted something out of this. I think that he wanted to be in the public eye. Well, you get judged on all of your actions that, that are witnessed when you're in front of the public eye. So I gave him what he wanted. Uh, that email, um, it didn't have the disclosure like the first email did about sharing this disclosure or sharing this email will lead to blah, 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 all these legal actions. No, he said, if you share this with anybody else, I'm going to act accordingly. What's your next move, guy? Because I haven't heard anything. I haven't heard anything from Jenna's family. I haven't heard anything from her. What's going on? Why are your comments turned off? So, Jordan, let's start. I mean, let's, because I, I think there's a few things you've touched on that have, are new and, up, and updates that the audience has not heard yet. Let's kind of pull back to the fact that you guys were still communicating um, yeah. up until a week ago. A little over a week ago, yeah, very much so. Um, it's been probably nine or ten days, but uh, it, we were communicating, and at first, look, guys, I was crying. I, I, I was legitimately crying my eyes out. I, I was broken. I felt, I felt bad for her that she had to go through this. No one could ever, like, have to deal with that many people on a negative note. It's, it's, I could only imagine. And so there was points where I would just start breaking down and crying in the middle of the day for, you know, for about a week. And I've, I'm a intense person. I'm, I'm very busy. I've had all these events booked out, you know, within months and weeks. And I've, I've kind of had to try to carry on. And, you know, to, to not sound, I don't want to come off bitter or anything, but to be as, as genuine as, as possible and as transparent as possible, she's almost made it easier for me to move on because of her actions and because of her words. Mm-hmm. And I say that with trying to be as, as graceful as possible for her to say, you know, guys, be careful of who you let in your life. And 
when someone starts to totally change up on you and you've been there for them and their family is, is attacking you online, you, you got to just, you know, you got to let it go. You got to let it burn. And that's it. I'm going to write her a letter. I will burn that letter and the words within it hopefully get carried to her in a dream because I have nothing left to say to her. Um, her trying to spin this on me is absolutely mind-blowing to say that I fabricated text. Not only does my Google App Store not have any purchase of any kind, I didn't know there were text fabrication apps. So however they're saying I did this, her lawyer you know, claims I had clip notes of my text messages. That's, I mean, come on, that's absolutely ridiculous. I am not that kind of person. If I, look, there's nothing illegal against ending an engagement. If I wanted to break up with Jenna, I would have just broken up with Jenna. Uh, you, 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 if you watch Paradise, it's, it's very clear that I fell for her. No, it's very clear that you definitely were in love with her at first sight. Let's clarify something. When you guys were talking a couple weeks ago, were you talking like friends, like lovers, or like somebody who was preparing for their lawyer to make a statement to them? So that's kind of what, okay, so initially we were talking like, like we talk, and I, like, you know, usually, and I was, I was really trying to be there for her. I ended the engagement. I said I, she could talk to me at any point. I said, hey, if you need anything, you let me know. And it, it started very rapidly to kind of change. The, the, the discussion started to change. The length of the phone call started to change. And she was, she's, it's funny, I've heard her lie even to herself in these, in these phone calls. And she said that I said these things that I've never said. And that, oh, the eyes, oh, well, well how, how would anyone else know this? Or how would that? And it's like, well, hold on. You said you never, you never call the guy princess, but then your lawyer claims that you have called me that in a text, which I don't even actually recall that. But it's for me, it's just all these lies and things that she tried to use to stand on that she says she didn't do this, but it keeps falling through. The best thing she could have done, look, whether she did it or not, I, I, I'm still unsure. I know for a fact that I didn't fabricate this, and whether she did it or not, she should have just kept quiet. You know, perhaps apologize that hey, like I'm so sorry you had to go through this. Uh, you know, I didn't do this. I didn't do this. She she didn't ever even say immediately. She never said like I didn't do this. That never those three words or four words didn't ever leave her mouth. So I didn't do this. Never mm-hmm. it never happened mm-hmm. until I don't know like a day later. Yeah, I know that's the so, other huge red flag to me. All right, guys. We have to interrupt Jordan for just one minute to talk about um, something on a lighter note. That's Blue Apron. (laughs) Blue Apron delivers farm fresh ingredients and step-by-step recipes to your door. We all know it's one of Ben's favorites. He cooks Nakey and just the mm-hmm. blue apron apron. Grease all over. And he makes quality meals mm-hmm. dressed, dressed like that. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. Blue Apron achieves this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. This is how it works. You choose chef-designed recipes, and then they deliver seasonally-inspired ingredients, so it changes with the season. Then you're going to be able to cook an incredible meal in as little as 20 minutes. They do the prep, and then you make dinner in as little as 20 minutes. Every week, at least three recipes are built with your busy schedule in mind, where Blue Apron has done the meal prep for you, prepared the sauces, the spices, the ingredients, and now they're going to give you a quick and easy recipe so you can put it all together. 
and you're going to taste insanely delicious flavors. So check out this week's menu. You get your first three meals at blueapron.com slash almost famous. That is blueapron.com slash almost famous to get your first three meals for free. Why wouldn't you do that? Free food. I always say yes to free food. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. Oh, Nash, that was good. You did a great job there. Um, there's one thing about this Jordan Jenna situation that we both know that they're not together and that they're both pro well, actually, I'm assuming they're both now sleeping alone. Um, <laughs> at least they're not sleeping with each other. I don't know. Anyways, uh, if you're sleeping alone, you're sleeping with a partner, you're sleeping in general, which I'm assuming most of us are, sleep number is the way to go. Uh, we'll get back to our conversation with Jordan very quickly. Uh, it will be finish up with just trying to get an idea of exactly what is happening. It is a, a wild scenario in the offseason. Um, but until then, let me tell you about Sleep Number. The new Sleep Number 360 smart bed helps everyone from parents to pro athletes improve their daily performance through proven quality sleep. My Sleep Number setting right now uh, is about, it's weird, it's getting wintertime. It's a 73. I got my linen sheets on now. I'm feeling comfy. It's a little warmer. I like a little softer bed in the winter. It helps my bones kind of relax. Uh, my partner's Sleep Number is is 73 because <laughs> Stop it now. there is none there. Uh, so many couples disagree on mattness firmness. It's a thing. Sleep Number beds let you choose your ideal firmness on each side so it's just right for the both of you. The new beds are so smart. They sense your every move and automatically adjust to you and with you, keeping you sleeping comfortably throughout the night. It's so cool. It really is. It's like having a hug from a machine at all times <laughs> in the evening. Um, you should be like their official single person spokesperson. I know. Well, it's, I, I'm craving intimacy. Okay. So I just want a hug. And if my sleep number is the only thing to give it to me, at least it's something. Oh, Isn't that sweet? Yeah. yeah that's nice. <laughs> uh, coming in during the fall sale and save $100 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed. Now only $899. Sleep Number is a f the official sleep and wellness partner of the NFL. It's football season. You'll only find Sleep Number at one of their 550 Sleep Number stores nationwide. Here's the deal. Visit sleepnumber.com backslash podcast to find the one nearest to you and drop our name, the Almost Famous Podcast with Ben and Ashley, when you go and buy your sleep number. And I just can't get over the fact that it's only eight hundred ninety nine dollars for a smart bed. Well, we just sell deals on this podcast, just just promoting deals, deals. high quality products for a low price. Um, Ashley, all right, now we're going to return to our interview with Jordan. Now the lawyer is saying that they're demanding you to make a public apology or face legal action. I'm assuming you're just doing nothing. Yeah, well, I mean, what they, they can't. I didn't do anything illegal. They can do whatever they want. And there's, there's a bunch of trolls online that are saying, oh, my God, like, this is going to go to court. No, absolutely not. I'm not stepping foot to a courtroom for what? I, didn't, I, I don't have anything to prove. Look, I didn't do this. I'll put my hand on the Bible to say I didn't do this. Everyone knows I talk to God every day, so that's a, that's a big deal. I'm not just blowing smoke. And I don't need, I don't need to battle this. You, you attacked my character, and I presented it to the public. You were going to present Ben and I's text to the public, that's, and that's fine. That's absolutely fine. I'm going to present the angle that you're taking on me to the public. So, um, and then just kind of pull the trigger on, you know, if you're going to attack my character, okay, here you go. This is, this is what's going on, guys. This is what my day looks like. And then they sent me, uh, there was another email uh, that was sent, and they, they actually unsent that email, and then 
he said that he's requesting now evidence of the fabricated text from myself. And he also wants to exchange the text messages between Reality Steve and myself. Guess what, guys? I've never talked to Reality Steve ever until the evening that this news came out. And that's when he presented me with the emails. And we, we were not big fans of each other at all. I mean, that's the last person I'd want to hop on the phone with or, or shoot a message over to. And I think that there's so many people, you know, that are just lost in this whole thing. It's not everyone's position to understand this. I had to, I had to clear my name and show my innocence by presenting their own words against them. In that caption, I took no jab to anybody. I, used to, I just presented the public with the email that was sent to me. And I tried to stay as classy as possible. It is not easy as a prideful man to bite your tongue until you practically feel like it's bleeding and just, and just you know, just sit there and you just drink your own blood, you know? You just throw it back because you can't open your mouth. You just can't. Well, now you want to come and attack my character? I've, I've stated to Lauren Zima, the entertainment tonight, that I did not fabricate those texts. And, you know, I've, look, I've got nothing to prove here. Um, I didn't do it. And anyone that knows me, or even like anyone that's even watched me on TV, watched that interaction between Jenna and I, would never cause any harm to her. So, uh, and you know, that's, that's why that's where I stand right now. So I'm still not really, I'm not going after her. I'm not trying to cause her harm. But I mean, to try to twist this on me, it, it totally shows that the intentions of the text messages. It, it even brings it to you know more into a real light than uh, than before. So, Jordan, I mean, I think I think one thing that we're getting. Is this is this is an ugly breakup? Obviously, this is a breakup unlike most breakups that we've ever heard about. It is now, uh, you know, we'll go back to the famous old saying: when this happened, it opened up a can of worms that has still yet to be closed. Uh, but you do have feelings for Jerry. You did have feelings for Jenna. I'm sure at some level you still do. Uh, you've mentioned that you know she had a special place in your heart. In your opinion, how is she doing emotionally with all of this? Because we've gotten to hear how you're doing, and it's not been easy. It's been hard. How is she doing? Um, I know initially she seems, you know, she seems affected by it. And I'm, I'm worried. I am worried about her, but I can't. I mean, there's nothing I can do at this point. Reaching out to her is, is not. It's not something that's very, uh, very smart for me to do. And. I, I wish her the best, but I, I, right now, currently, I'm assuming that she's feeling worse than ever. She's, for the first time, turned her comments off. Um, so I'm assuming that she's just she's not very happy with with what, how this thing's developed. And whether or not it was the lawyer was going to send me, it, it still happened. It's still her counsel, her legal representation. And she is going to have to deal with that at some extent. So I, I feel for her to have to deal with this. But at the same time, look at the way I've dealt with it. And look at the way she's dealt with it. Well, and, and yeah, I, that is actually nice. Not, it's not our place to judge on who's handled it better. I do, I do want to – Ashley and I. Yeah. My. And my well, – sorry, <laughs> Ashley. Um, the, the question I have for you, though, if you, if you oversee this whole situation, it's ugly, it's difficult, there's lawyers involved, and it's a breakup. And granted, these breakups that are public can be really hard. I've been through them. But it, it, this has taken the next level. 
in your opinion, and maybe in considering Jenna here, how does this get resolved? Because I feel like right now, even listening to you, and in all honesty, Jordan, this just doesn't seem like it's coming to any resolution. That if anything, it just continues to open up more wounds and more pains and more he said, sure. she said. How can you resolve this and how can you get it to maybe just end? You're done. You The, the relationship is over. Let's move on. Well, uh, I, I've got no resolution for this guy. Uh, I'm just as much of a victim of this. If, if they are fake as Jenna, um, if they are real, then perhaps I'm the only victim. Um, but the thing is, there's, I, have, I have no way to help. I've tried to help her solve this. And there's nothing that I can do going further. Um, unfortunately, I don't. I think that her next move might may be the last out of me. I don't think it would be her best move, but hey, it, that seems to be her style of it. I don't know when this will be resolved. If ever, if anyone will ever know the truth. Um, but my truth is that I am done with the relationship. I'm moving forward, and I'm doing so. You know, with potentially. Finding a relationship, you know, wherever I may be, you know, I'm I'm not necessarily looking very hard, but if I meet the right person and I meet someone that makes me happy, I'm I'm in a place right now where I can I can try to start really slow and you know, and see see where things go. Um, I I've got to move on from this. I'm 26 years old and I'm traveling to all these places right now. It's the time to live life. I would have loved to have taken her to all of my adventures and, and share adventures with her and, you know, do everything that we plan to do. However, it's, uh, that has expired, and it's time to move on. And it's the actions that have occurred after the fact of the scandal being released has really made it, like I said, made it a little easier for me, unfortunately. Jordan, I have two big questions for you left. Were there any red flags about Jenna that you had prior to this reality Steve news breaking? Uh, there was a red flag. Um, there was a Reddit article that was sent to me that stated very similarly the kind of stuff that's in these text messages. And uh, there's something I could I could disclose to you right now that was said, and I have it in my phone. Uh, I'm not going to do that to her, mm-hmm. but it gave me an indication that there was something. But I didn't think that it was this. I truly didn't think that it was this. Uh, so um, this was very blindsiding, even with that red flag that occurred very early on after uh, you know getting back to the States from Paradise. And uh, I, I def- that took our relationship, that article, because it was – I said to myself, this has got to be her. I mean, this is this, – the spoiler alert won't even really out that much for some of the information that was being said. So, yes, there was that red flag, and I – I kind of just, we moved forward from it, and uh, yeah, it is what it is. So there was that one red flag, yep. So it was just a very similar situation that you read about? That's correct. Okay, and then do you have, like, you think that she just straight up cheated, that she was talking to one or more other guys during this period of time that you were engaged? Do you think there was more than one? I mean, it's... Do I think that it was more than one? I think there's the potential for that. Um, do I think that it was... Do I think that there was one? Sure. Do I think that... I mean, okay, so I'm, I'm going I'm to say this. Um, as gentlemanly as possible, this person that, that sent the emails, mm-hmm. that, that reached out to reality speech, knows her in a sexual manner. Okay. I know this for a fact, and... 
this is just one person that stepped up. There are other things that are stating that, hey, this, this is probably not the only guy. But I'm not going to speculate on that. I'm not going to throw that kind of shade. Um, is it in the back of my mind? Sure. Am I ever going to say it? Absolutely not. Do you think that I've read rumors about possibly there, just possibly it could have been like a sugar daddy situation? Do you believe that it was really her being romantically involved with someone or that possibly it was a financial thing? I don't think that it was a romantic relationship. Okay. I don't think that it was. I think that, to, to be honest with you, Ashley, mm-hmm. um, I think that Jenna had feelings for me. I think that she did fall for me. However, didn't know how to handle this or trusted that individual so much that she thought she could get away with it for a little longer. And how long? How much longer does that continue? How much longer do you continue to, to keep that other relationship going? I'm not sure. But um, and I'm not here to answer that. I'm not here looking for an answer to that. So you're saying that you do genuinely think that she was in love with you, but there was just like some other relationship that possibly she couldn't sever. I think that she grew to love me. I think that anyone that spends time with me would have a hard time not. I'm a, I'm a gold retriever. You know, I think that everyone wants to, you know, watch me smile, give me a pet here and there, throw me a frisbee. But, uh, you know, for, for me, I think that she did end up falling for me, and, and then this happened. So we're both, we're both hurting, and both of our uh, expectations for the short-term future, long-term future have been, you know, affected, uh, you know, in the last month. And there's nothing that we can do about it. We can't turn back and, and change this. And there's people that are saying they're Team Jenna, and that's implying that they're against me, or that they're, people are saying they're Team Jordan, and that they're against her. If anyone's Team Jordan, guess what, guys? You don't have to be against her. It doesn't mean that she actually, you know, did this. It just means that she hasn't provided proof to show that it's false. No one needs to be attacking her. If you're a King Jordan person, hey, follow what the suitor does. I'm being very, very gentlemanly. Everyone needs to chill out. There's no reason to have a human being has to turn their comments off on Instagram. Everyone needs to stop attacking her. It's hard enough already. Yeah, okay, her legal team's coming at me. Let me handle that. Let the big dog handle that, okay? I've got, I, I've got this. No one's going to attack my character and get away with it. So anyone that's out there trying to attack her, chill. That's really nice that you're still supportive of her in that sense. Is there any chance that maybe a couple years down the line you'd be down to forgive and maybe continue a relationship romantically with her? I've I've forgiven her. Um, I forgave her right away. I, I look, guys. I, there's so many things that I can forgive. Oh my god. I mean, there's so many things I can forgive. Those text messages were so evil that I have to know that it's false to ever to ever even I'm a, at this point to even ever talk to her again. Um, whoever, whoever did this, I mean, they, they that that hurt. Reading that long text message about how she's better than me and all and, and that uh, she never loved me and all these things. I mean that that hurt. And so is there a chance in that? I mean honestly, even after her trying to pin this on me, no, there's no shot. No shot. So this is, um, Jordan, this is something, it's always surprising. You've been in Bachelor Nation now for a few years, and there's always something new that seems to pop up. Always something that surprises us. And this is one that hurts. Um, you obviously hurts Jenna. Um, people were rooting for you guys. We appreciate you being honest and open and sharing your thoughts. I, I hope there's a resolution, but it feels like we're going to close out this this interview without any end in sight. Um and so 
hopefully next time we talk to you, there can be some clarity. There can be a happy ending or an ending. But until then, um, just uh, we encourage you and Jenna both um, to continue to try to fight for resolution. Jordan, thank you for coming on the podcast. We appreciate your honesty and openness. Yeah, no problem, Ben. Thank you. Bye, Jordan. All right, bye, Ashley. I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the gondola. I don't know how I feel about this, Ashley. Really? No, I don't know. No, tell me. I, I just feel like there's a lot of unknowns, a lot of questions. It feels like it always is the case, which with these kind of sagas, there's no clarity. You know, Jordan's a talker. Yeah. Um, He's he, very charming. Very charming. I, I, I would imagine, just like all of these, both sides are at fault at some level. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm at some level, sure. You think it happened? I think that she did not have a romantic relationship with the man that she was texting. Okay. That's just my opinion on it. It doesn't make anything more right, obviously. I I just don't know if they're, you know, here's the frustrating part to me. Mm -hmm. I'm trying. We do this podcast. I'm trying to really love this this show and i really love the bachelor, the, the bachelor the bachelor and bachelorette i really love you know the show's been good to me it's i think it can work i know the ins and outs of it it's real you know i invest and so now you know you knew about two years ago maybe when we first started this i was having a hard time getting back into the show mm-hmm. it was just hard yeah. for me i was in a weird season i didn't really like watching it yeah. i didn't really like any of like the storylines maybe it was because like jojo was the bachelorette and i was like this is just <laughs> weird so weird um and then even the season after that with nick like nick's a buddy and mm-hmm. I didn't really like get into that too much. Yeah, so you're separated. From I'm now. separated, and now like over the last, I mean, I feel like uh, Becca's season was one of them, and even Ari's season a little bit. Uh, I kind of emotionally invested into her, got angry, and felt things for. Her. And then Paradise happened, and I really enjoyed Paradise. There I was, really enjoyed. Uh, it was a great season, and and I came out out of it like a fan does, and I said, okay, there's a few things I really want to see happen here. Like, yes, was Chris and Crystal my favorite couples or my favorite characters on the show ever? No, but they found each other, and that's awesome. And I and I I'm I'm all for it. it would, I would, I would feel for them if they broke up. And then and then you have uh, Jordan and Jenna. And a couple that I was rooting for the whole time, I was like, okay, how cool is it when you have a polarizing, complicated figure like Jordan, who the America doesn't like, well, meet a... has a complicated relationship with. It, definitely. Loves hate, but loves, loves. And, and then coming off, he finds a per- person to compliment him, to kind of break through his layers, mm-hmm. and you see a side of him that America loves because you see him kind of become comfortable become normal stop speaking in parables and sillies <laughs> and he just starts speaking yeah. you're like i like this guy yeah and then this happens ashley coach me how am i supposed to continue to stay engaged in this show as a fan and invest emotionally into these relationships if they keep burning me and this is about me right now really yeah it's about oh, me oh wow um I don't know. I think you're just going to have to go in with the expectation that maybe half of them are going to fail. Oh. Right? That's brutal. <laughs> well, I think that's kind of um, the modern average of bachelor couples. Is that how I go into my relationships now? Well, no, you shouldn't. I don't you believe paused. in that. No, I don't think so. I think you should go all in. Okay, let's talk don't about this. Let's switch this. Let's make this about me for a little bit. Okay. Um, you're about to go on a date. I'm about to go on a date, let's say. <laughs> and... Do I enter into these? How do I? What's my mindset? Do I enter into this going, okay, I'm looking for my wife? Yes. Okay. Oh, absolutely. I've always believed that the uh, only reason for me to date uh, has been to find my husband. I don't believe in dating for fun because I don't really think that dating is fun. Yeah. 
Okay, so you you go into the first date even like, this could be my husband, this could be my wife, and the pressure isn't there. You're not like pushing this person to to make that commitment, but you're saying, I'm viewing this through the lens of this this is either going to be a long-term thing or not. And then the second part is, am I going in with the expectation that this will fail? You shouldn't go in with the expectation that it'll fail. I'm always a very a much a positive, optimistic thinker. So I always think things are going to kind of be a success. Like I always, mm-hmm. even when I was at like the depths of being single and never having a boyfriend and all that. And I would say things like, I'm going to die alone. I never really believed I was going to die alone. So no matter how many failures, I'd always be like, yeah, oh, it's going to come through one day. Yeah. So I think like you have to be long-term optimistic, long-term optimistic. Okay. So that's kind of my mindset now when I go into watching the bachelor is I want to believe these couples will be forever. Okay. I want to believe, That's you know, you that Colton's going to meet his wife. Mm-hmm. But I also know that the, it might it probably won't happen. But when it does, here's the cool part. When it does happen, we need to celebrate those couples like the Tanner and Jades and the Carly and the Evans. We need to celebrate those couples because that is a huge success story. Yeah. Right? Totally. That's cool. <laughs> so we need to celebrate Ari and Lauren, right? We've yeah. we've kind of pushed them aside, I think, as Bachelor Nation for you know reasons that everybody knows. Yeah. This his season was you know criticized. He made you know he made the switcheroo. Okay, however it worked out, Becca's happy. He's happy. He's on his way to get married in January. Mari, <laughs> <laughs> oh, if you're listening, gotta change that up, man. <laughs> it's not his fault. Um. They're going to get married. Let's celebrate them. That's a huge success. That's true. That's awesome. That is so true. Um, prepping for weddings is tough. Ashley's doing it now. Ashley, you're you're in full um, workout mode. Workout mode? Huh, I wish. I've been really... This is my wish for myself to become a vegetarian. All I want to do is be a vegetarian, but I love cheeseburgers and tacos so much. It's it's. You know what? I would say with you, Ashley, you're going to be able to pull off whatever it is you walk into that wedding with. And so it leads me to my next email. Uh, it's from Kylie. It says, hey, y'all, huge fans of the podcast. And a lot of the earlier episodes, Ashley always said that Ben was going to officiate her wedding, and I was wondering, is he going to? Ashley, am I going to officiate your wedding? Well, um, I don't know. Did I really mention that once? I mean, I think you'd be a great officiant for weddings. I think you should really get into that. Yeah. I mean, how many people around this country would hire you for that job? Well, we actually had a, some uh, a couple in Indianapolis, Indiana, reach out once we said that once on the podcast, and they were great. I really wanted to, but it it wasn't fitting into my schedule. There's oh, okay. previous obligations. It, I would have loved to be there for their wedding. I think it'd be a blast to celebrate marriage, love, and life with somebody. I'd love to speak some truth in it. But I am doing my cousin's wedding, uh, Rebecca and Cody. Uh, they're getting married uh, next year, so I will be there for that. I'm practicing prepping. Um, I'm going to actually call them uh, this week. I have on my list... I'm going to start doing pre-marital counseling. I don't know how to counsel anybody, but I want to hear their story. I want to hear why they love each other. I think it's going to make it fun for me to stand up there and be proud to to speak to them and with them. Um, so Rebecca and Cody, uh, I know they listen. Uh, wait for the phone call. I'm excited. It's, it's fun. Love is a cool thing. And to be there for the officiant, as the officiant, is a massive deal to me. Well, you won't be officiating my wedding. <laughs> That's cool. No, 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 I was, I, 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 I was just kidding, right? Yeah. I want you to be an officiant all over the country, but Tanner Tolbert's going to officiate our wedding. That's that's cool, guys. Mainly, mainly, mainly Ben, because Tanner has been with us like every step of the way. Yeah, we, we've and met, I haven't. 
you have been around, but you haven't been as involved with pairing us together as Tanner no. has always been. Yeah. But and you will crack up watching Tanner officiate. Mm -hmm. Come on, Tanner with his slight little smile. No, you're selling me on this right now. Am I? Are you? Just let me be hurt for a little bit. Let me be hurt for a little bit. Okay, hey, can we, Easton? Can we get that music again? Or that little thing you did. <laughs> that's how I feel. That's how I feel. Hey, oh, uh, you stop. something that's gonna cheer some, that. something that's gonna cheer me up. If you bought me a FabFitFun box, FabFitFun is a seasonal subscription box with full size beauty, fitness, fashion, and lifestyle products. It retails for forty nine ninety nine, but always has a value of over two hundred dollars. The fall box is available now, so sign up now before they sell out. You will not want to miss this box. I love the box. I've told about we talk about it every week on this podcast. They've been a consistent sponsor of ours. Uh, we, you know, how many times do I have to tell you that we really like this box? This is a great box. It's a great value. People love it. I, I get the box delivered to my house, and FabFitFun sends me three. Yeah, I know. I get it. <laughs> yeah, they, I donate the rest. And you know what? I strategically gift those boxes to my friends' wives. Oh, that's nice. And, and they love it. I'm telling you, like, it, they actually really, really enjoy it. It's okay. a cool gift for me to give. And, you know, we get a lot of stuff sent to the house. Mm -hmm. And so some of the gifts I'm just handing out, and people are like, oh, thanks. The FabFitFun box is something that they just light up about. It is incredible. Uh, this... Um, some of the products are right now in the FabFitFun box. The skincare from Dr. Brandt and Juice Beauty. Fashion items from Trina Turk and Miley. Beauty products from Oscar uh, Blondie and Zoya. Check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com and use the code ALMOSTFAMOUS. You deserve to treat yourself. I definitely do right now. This is... This podcast just feels heavy i knew it was going to be heavy i want to talk to you about some other serious things at my wedding okay let's talk ash okay first off i think your goal should be to get a plus one mm. and this is a question that i have for you but also our audience so please email ben and ashley at iheartmedia.com jared and i think that we'll probably do plus ones for anybody who is like in a serious relationship mm. six months prior to the wedding do you think that is a wait when's this wedding if i'm if you're hoping i get a plus it's one in august uh okay i got how many months do so i got like you I got have to get the girlfriend in like march okay you, the hunt the hunt is on but do you think that that's like a good amount of time <laughs> yeah i think it's right for somebody to like have a plus one i think it's fair i think for me it would be helpful if you told me i don't have a plus one if i wasn't in a serious relationship like if you know I'm not dating somebody and I felt the pressure to show up, like what, what that does is it sets up the scenario where there's a lot more single people, which makes me feel less pressured. Oh, you shouldn't feel pressure. I know. And that's why I think it's good for that six month rule. Okay. I, I don't think anybody should feel um, uh, upset with you for not letting, letting them bring a random date to the wedding because your wedding is going to be one that's sought after. People are going to want to come. And so this is what happens with those types of weddings. Mm -hmm. Um, let's just say Billy Bob, you know, is a part of the Bachelor franchise uh -huh. and he gets an invite to your wedding yeah. and he gets a plus one. Yeah. He's going to look for the one person he can invite or somebody who's going to reach out to him wanting to be invited and it's going to cause fake and flawed relationships uh -huh. and it's going to cause drama amongst the group. And so for you, let's keep it amongst people that care about you and really love you both. Mm -hmm. And then if, you know, they have uh, somebody that they love as well, then they can bring that person. But if not, let's just have a big singles mingle. Okay. Uh, that's that's what I like. Yeah. I like to be a serious relationship. And also, you don't really invite people to weddings unless you really see a feature with them, too, right? Uh, it's not like a casual I haven't been night. to a wedding in, like, years, so... Really? Yeah, what does that say about me? 
I have been to so many. I have two upcoming on the East Coast. We're staying mm-hmm. at home in Virginia. We're going back to back to weekends for fun. But see, a lot of my friends uh, got married young. I mean, I, I had a buddy who got married at 22. He now has three kids. I had my, most of my friends by the time they were 27 were married. And yeah, so, that's true. So you're done with weddings. I'm done with weddings in a sense. I mean, I still got a couple. But yeah, we're pretty much done with weddings um, except for yours. And um, and so, I'm I, Ashley, I'm pumped for your wedding. I will start hunting now. Is that the right term? Is that just is that it's just in a very a, a, a very direct term? I'm going to start cordially dating. Being relationship minded. I'm going to start being relationship minded so I can get a date to Ashley and Jared's wedding. Hey, it's off season. Uh, we've pulled up some great episodes for the off season so far. Uh, off season is one of my favorite times because we get to bring back the segment that that none of you love, um, but I love. <laughs> ben been bitches in this segment you know ashley you've known me for a little bit of time here there's a very there's a couple things that really irk me uh let's see if you can guess you get two guesses on items in life that really irk me go well i know that jordan self-described a bit there and you are cringing Mm -hmm, it hurt so that's number one Mm -hmm. and number two is usually like airplane travel and etiquette you're close see ash that's why i love you you listen and you remember um you're close so same kind of scenario here as an airplane but you're not on an airplane but it's the same mindset it's patience it's respect it's manners you're standing in a grocery store okay i stop at a grocery store right by my house in denver colorado every day for a kombucha 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 same yeah does it make you regular? It does. It helps. <laughs> um, a kombucha. Okay? That's all I want. That's all I need is a kombucha. I'm going to walk in. I'm going to walk out. It's going to take me no amount of time. The other day, which isn't the first time it's happened, I had to show up to the grocery store around 12 o'clock. My workout ran over. I was feeling strong. <laughs> when I showed up at 12 o'clock, the lunch rush hour had came in, and the grocery store was a little more full than it was at typically 9 o'clock in the morning when there's no lines. Mm-hmm. But this time there's lines in every single aisle, and I find myself looking at the 15 items or less line. Mm-hmm. It's full, packed. I don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. But as I turn the corner, there's an open line with only two people standing in it. But I can confronted by a lady, I'm going to say between 40 and 70, with a full cart staring at me, knowing that this line is either hers or mine. Remember... I only have a kombucha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She should definitely say, go ahead, sir. Yes. Yeah. But no. No, no, no. She moves in front of me. Oh, no. Really? She moves in front of me and makes me stand in line behind two grocery carts while they check out. Now, this is this is the kicker. At the very end, guess what happens? The light on top turns off. That line is now shut down because of timing. So I have to move to my next Line And here's the point of the matter. When you're in a grocery store, or when you're in an airplane, or you're standing in line in security, or you're at a restaurant, have the proper decency to surround yourself, look around, surround yourself and get a knowledge of what's happening and go, how can I let their life, be, the people around me be a little bit easier? Am I going to take up all of their time and make them wait another 30 minutes checking out my groceries? Or am I going to let this poor guy who has to be on a call in a meeting Take his kombucha and go, because as soon as he drinks it, he doesn't have a lot of time before he needs to be in his proper office, the bathroom. Hey, here's the thing. Here's the thing. And this is one of the last times I talk about it, and I mean it. Let's go back to how we were as five-year-olds. With somebody standing over you telling, wait in line, wait your turn, respect people around you. 
let's learn how to stand in line again. Let's learn how to wait our turn. Let's learn how to respect people around you. And when you find yourself in a standoff at a grocery store, please let the other person with the less amount of items go first. When it's significant. When it's significant. Significant difference. Yeah, that's she my... looked at you in the eyes? Oh, yeah. We had to stare down. I Honestly, I think it, I think she was just like wanting to one-up. You know, I get it. Like, life gets long, and maybe it was a tough weekend. It was, a you know, whatever it was. And she looked at me, and it was almost like, bring it on. Are you really, are you really going to step in front of a 55-ish lady with a grocery cart? Or are you going to wait your turn, Ben? And so I had to wait my turn, which is now that I'm saying it, I guess I did the right thing. You did, but she should have just been like, oh my gosh, you yeah. go ahead. Anybody else out there frustrated with this stuff? Please write us in with your life frustrations, your everyday issues at Ben and Ashley at iHeartMedia.com. Uh, they're fun. They're fun for me to write down. Actually, I have a whole list on my phone right now of things that irk me. And and the problem with this list is it just keeps getting larger, which makes me question myself more and more. Um, next week's. Hmm. It's a really good spot. Oh, you, Axe like, body have spray. Them written down. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> you plan yeah. weeks I in plan. advance. But anytime I get really angry, Ashley, yeah, I write it down. Um, everybody, it's the off season. Like we said, uh, we will always keep you up to date on the best batch of news. Make sure you review us uh, on anywhere you listen to this podcast. Um, tell your friends. We uh, we have some exciting news coming up. I am going to uh, be talking more and more about Colton. We're going to start prepping everybody for for his uh, soon, actually, kind of soonish journey to be the Bachelor. Uh, we will uh, we will keep talking all everything pop culture, everything in our lives. We love you. We appreciate you. Thanks for listening. With that. We want to thank Hair Ventures. Get 10% off your Hair Stories uh, new wash by visiting hairstory.com backslash famous and using the promo code famous. Blue Apron, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free at blueapron.com slash almost famous. Sleep number, look out for their fall sale and save $100 on the Queen Sleep Number 360 C2 Smart Bed. It's only $899. Visit sleepnumber.com slash podcast to find the one nearest you. And finally, our friends at FabFitFun, check out www.fabfitfun.com and use the code almost famous so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Tune into the AMA's American Music Awards tonight to see me live. And his hair. And my hair, yeah. You can see the uh, the etch. Is, is that what we call it? The etch? Yeah. Hey, everybody, we love you. We care about you. Um, please email us. I've been Ben. I've been Ashley. Adios. Peace, Peace. and love. Oh, wow, Ash. That was good. <laughs> Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.